Welcome back to the Rice and Slice Goal Show Podcast. My name is Theo Gentleman. By the side of me, as always, is Chenji Meng. Episode 61, I believe it is. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, Chenji, is this the last episode of the year? I mean, we always say this is the last episode, but will it be the last episode? We've never said it's the, the last episode. We've never said it's the last episode. I mean, yes, that's true. Okay. Is it going to be the last episode of the year? I don't know. I'm going to bring my podcast gear so we could do another episode for Christmas. Okay. That's fine by me, dude. When are, where are you going? Well, normally we record this on a Monday and a week today, I think is Christmas Eve, no? Exactly. No, sorry, Christmas I mean, Day. Should we, should we like, should we record an episode for like Christmas? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Will it? <laughs> Although, to <laughs> be fair, actually, to a podcast though, is there on any... Christmas Day? Well. I, imagine like all the all the because obviously this is like a ninety nine point nine percent male demographic, and it's that it's that one bloke that's driving to Christmas dinner to his in laws like he doesn't really want to go to, and that he's next to his missus probably a couple of kids in the back and he's like what shall we listen to she'll put Capital FM on she'll put I don't know Radio One and then the the, the man is like oh babe I've got something that you should listen to it's only yes. the rice and slice. Go for a podcast yes. Christmas special. Dude, what else would you be listening to? Like, I screw don't Dua Lipa. I, I, screw like, you know, <laughs> Mariah Mara Carey. T- Taylor Swift. Forget Drake. <laughs> forget Swift. all of them. We are listening to the Rise and Slice yes. Gold podcast. Yes. And um, yeah, I don't think it's a good idea, Chenji. I don't fancy causing arguments to random strangers <laughs> on Christmas Day on a drive to Christmas dinner. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> What do you think? I mean, where are you going to be? Okay, where are you going to be? Last episode of the year, then. Where are you going to be? Welcome. Walk, um, I'm going to be in Serbia. So you're going ski skiing? Yeah. With a lady yeah. friend or just a bunch of people? A bunch of bunch of friends. A bunch of friends. Lovely. Thank you for the invite. I really, really appreciate you, Chenji. Of course. Anyway, it's winter golf. Man. It's winter, winter golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet you're going to have a good time, dude. Lots of drinking, um, eating, skiing. Sounds sounds like a good time. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, um, yeah. Can't wait. Need a break. But you know, seriously, I'm you need a break. All you've taken is breaks. What we should have done, oh, Chenji. What? I so but towards the end of the podcast, we're going to talk about how much money I have spent in for, uh, oh on my golf. God. Yes. In twenty twenty three, right? Yes. So this is towards. So please stick around, listen to the end, and you'll find out. How much money I've spent? We should have, you should have accumulated how many miles you've travelled this year. And I know you've said that you haven't done any any travelling this year con- uh, compared to other years, which is fair for you. I would love to know how many miles you've done this year, and what is a quiet year for Chenji when I think you've had one of the busiest years since I've known you, tra- travelling wise. Yeah, yeah, it's been a I lot. Mean- we we will know that what's a busy year for you in terms of spending money on golf. Oh, <laughs> dude, Chenji. I can't wait! I can't wait! To I can I bloody can, Genji. It's it's sp- it's depressing. Stick around yeah, for you that. Spend enough, you, you've spent enough money to like I don't know support a whole economy of a small country. <laughs> it's not far off. Right. Anyway, oh, moving on, guys. Stick around for that. Uh, we're going to talk about that um, towards the end of the podcast. Uh, but for now, Chenji, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. You played you know, any golf? It's that week, it's that week before Christmas where you're like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know what to do. I, it's like, I'm 
I feel I feel exactly the same way. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of motivation, but like no, there's a lot lot of things to do. There's a lot off. of for me anyway, because obviously you know me, I'm I got a big family, and obviously Christmas Day is like a big gathering or whatever, mate. The money I've spent on like Christmas presents or giving money to because December, right? Not only is it Christmas, it's most of the family's birthdays as well. So the first time I'm seeing them will be on Christmas Day because of like whatever I had my had other commitments or I couldn't go and see them on on the birthday or whatever, mate. And it's like tradition in in Cyprus in like a Greek household where you kind of give if you don't want to buy a present, you just give the other person money and they can just buy whatever they want with that money. Oh my God, Chenji, the amount of money that I'm going to be giving out on presents and Christmas, it's just crazy, man. Yeah, I could be spending that money. That I, I could eat with the money I'm spending on Christmas this year, on birthday pre- birthday uh, presents and Christmas presents, I could genuinely, I could spend a week in Dubai, all-inclusive hotel, plus seven rounds of golf. It's crazy. Bro, if we did that, you wouldn't be there for Christmas and you wouldn't be... Needing to give everybody. No, Christmas I would presents. still need to, to give that money, dude. Whether I was there oh. or not, I still need to. It's, it's just one of those things. I still need, I still need to do it. But it is dude, what it actually, is. Actually, like, now that you're speaking about Dubai, right? Like, you know, when you first started playing golf, you played in Dubai, right? Yeah. If you if this Christmas, looking back, it was like three years ago now, right? Hasn't it? Yes. If this yeah, Christmas yeah. you were actually in Dubai, right? Playing golf. Mm. What do you think would be different in those three years? Um, that's a great question, Chenji. That is a great question. Uh, number one, this level of skill, I would say is a lot better. Number two, I would feel more confident around golf in general. I would feel more confident around strange strangers uh, around golf. Uh, I would probably be able to rate the golf courses a lot better than what I did three years ago, even though I can still happily say, hand on my heart, I can still say that those rounds of golf that I've played in Dubai have still not been beaten. It was such an incredible experience. I cannot wait to go back. And I and if I do go back, I don't want to go by myself. I want to go with a group of friends and so that everybody can enjoy it. Because it's not, I feel it's not fair for me to enjoy a golf trip like that by myself. Now, when we went to Dubai, we didn't go and it wasn't a golf trip. It was like a family trip. Um, I just ended up, just so happened, I took my golf clubs and I said, look, I'm taking my golf clubs. If we, if I play golf, great. If I don't play golf, it is what it is. I played like three, four rounds there. It was incredible, dude. Um, and I, I, just, I would just love to share that experience with with golf friends. I, I would like, dude, I, w- I was by myself. I think I've told you this before. I was by yeah, myself, yeah. and this was before just I met give a you. Recap. Just give a recap to everybody, right? Because yeah, you met so these junior golfers, I, didn't you? Yeah, I played, uh, we went, I went to uh, Dubai. I bought my first, shall we say, proper set of golf clubs. It was the Callaway Edge, the Costco Callaway um, uh, golf clubs. It was like, I don't know, I think it was like five, 600 pounds for the club. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is great little beginner set. So I got that. Um, so that's the clubs. I mean, it, genuinely, if I went to Dubai and I rented clubs, the clubs that I rented would have been 20 times better than the ones I took with me. But I was like, no, 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 I'm using these. This, the irons are great. The driver is not very good. The putter, is, I love the, the Odyssey putter. I still have it, actually. Um, the golf was very, very cheap. The uh, in Incredible, incredible conditions. Best time of the year to go and play golf in Dubai is our winter. Their, is their summer, basically. And the, our summer is their heat wave, 50 degree. Like, you do not want to go Dubai in, like, July, August, September. Um 
it was like 50 euros around or or I think the most I paid was back then three years ago it was 80 euros around and you could only book it through one golf app in Dubai it's called I want to say it's Vaya I want to say the app is called and back then I don't know if they still do it now I don't think they do if I, I if if the golf round was 80 euros if you played one more round within 10 days your next round was for free so you essentially you're paying 40 uh, not 40 euros what am I saying 40 pounds, the equivalent of 40 pounds to play at a place like Dubai Creek, which uh, like the Yacht Club, which is unbelievable. I played the Earth Course. I played uh, the Par 3 at the Emirates. I played, I can't even remember. I've played, I've played, it was incredible. The worst thing is, the best thing was I got to play with uh, a bunch of junior golfers over there. That was a great experience. Uh, the worst thing was that was only one round out of the three. The other two rounds, unfortunately, I had to play by myself, which was fine back then. But uh, it was before I knew you, before I really knew anybody in golf. Uh, the only person in my family that was really that I was playing a lot of golf with was my cousin Stel, which I still play every week with. Genuinely, and I've told you this before, I was walking around the Earth Course at Jamira Golf Estate. And there was tears running down my eyes because I, I I was I was the only one that was experiencing this, and like my one of my best friends, that's like a brother to me, Stel, wasn't there with me experiencing what I was experiencing. So it was like a bittersweet moment. Yes, it was great for me to see it, but it would have been. Is sometimes the experience is way better shared than just going at it alone. So if he was there with me, it would have been. I don't know, just to see the joy in somebody. That's why I want to go back because I want to see the joy in your face and the joy on Stell's face and whoever's there. That would make me even more happy than being there by myself. And not only that, even if I played really, really bad, the fact that we're all out there having a great time, enjoying this, make, creating this incredible memory with my with my best friends is way more important than shooting a good round, I, I in my opinion. So... I, that's one of my I bucket mean, list things. Dude, dude, like, I've been having a thought these days a lot, right? And then it kind of, like, you know, stems from traveling, right? Cool. Like, I used to just love traveling by myself, you know, doing, like, you know, doing crazy stuff myself. Yeah. But now as you get older, as you get, I don't know, more experience, as time becomes more precious, yeah. right? You just want to share memories with people. So yes. it doesn't matter if it's, like, an adventurous holiday, if yes. it's, like, a, you know, like a calm holiday. You, you want to actually share the memories I agree. with like somebody who's close to you. Yeah. And same as golf. You mm. know, I used to play a lot of golf myself. Yeah. Um, for practice, you know, because maybe I wasn't confident enough. You know, I just wanted to like, you know, go out there myself. But these days, if I go out, I want to actually play with somebody because, you know, just the banter together. Even if it's a stranger. Side. I mean, worst comes Even to worst, you exactly. play with a random, with a, with a random add-on. And I don't know if it's, again, I think it's just because time has become more valuable, yeah. right? It used to be that maybe like during COVID, everybody had so much time. Mm. But as post, as we kind of emerge out of COVID, you know, time just seems so scarce. Yes. And, you know, and people and that kind of like connection and the memories, as you said, becomes more and more important rather than just the experience itself. I completely agree with you. I'm going to start this new thing where for birthday presents and Christmas presents, I'm going to start this with my wife, first of all. No more birthday presents, no more Christmas presents. I don't want anything else. I don't want to get her anything else. I just want to book holidays. Even if it's like a two day going to, I don't know, Barcelona for two days or going to Amsterdam or going to Rome, somewhere like a city break. 
I think that's way, way, way more important than getting and opening a gift of like, I don't know, a Scotty Cameron or whatever, whatever it is, even though it's a great gift, I can buy that myself. Like, you know, I, I'd rather have an experience with my loved ones than, and I think that, that I think that, I think that's a new generation, you know? I think that's I mean, a new generation. <laughs> I think we're, we're talking. Maybe it's like this Christmas spirit before. I just feel like you know, you know like everything around. Like you know, it's 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 a time for friends gathering. Yes, it's the time it, to yeah. trade memories. It's the time for like I don't know, man. Like I mean, these days in particular, I just feel like share, like sharing experiences and sharing moments are so much more important now than doing it yourself. Yep. And that goes like you know beyond golf, beyond yeah, traveling. Yeah, yeah. So I agree. You I know, agree. like I would love, I would absolutely love if we can like you know go out and go to Dubai, have an amazing couple of days together, like playing all the cool courses. Yeah, and we both come down the 18 with tears in our eyes. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> it doesn't have to be Dubai. It can be anywhere, anywhere. We can go Turkey and play night golf, or you know, uh, go. We're, we're, we're going middle of February. We're going Portugal with the boys to play uh, at uh, Villa Mora. It's just little things like that, man. It's not an expensive trip. Uh, you, it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't want it to be expensive. But getting out there with the boys, it's just so fulfilling, in my opinion, because it's just you, the boys. You're playing golf. You're having a few drinks. You're eating good food later. You're, you're, you're bantering back and forwards. You know, it's this is what we need at this time in our lives, I think. So, you know. Comment below, tag your buddies so yes. you want to go on a golf trip with. Yeah, in it's, it's, you have to do it. You have to do it. Even if you go with the, with the wives, just go out early morning, get them at a spa somewhere, get them, you know, buy them a nice book or whatever they're into. Um, book them in at a, like a massage or whatever, a facial, whatever it is. Go out, enjoy your golf, play with them. Just just do something, man. You have to. You have to experience it. You, ha you have to do it. It doesn't have to be anywhere expensive. It, it can even be in the UK. It can be any, you know, you can go Scotland. You can go Ireland. You can go Wales. There's, there's, there's plenty of places to go to play golf. And I think it's very, very important. And if you can go with somebody else that plays golf and just share that experience with somebody else, because it's a shame for you to go and have that special feeling inside of you and be like, this is incredible. I'm so glad I did this. But I'm, I'm experiencing this by myself. It's, it's almost a little bit wasted. But... Yeah, man, it's just crazy. I, I mean, I remember, I think a year ago to the, probably the day, I might, or just over a year ago, I said to you, all I want to do is play good enough golf where I can go on, on a golf holiday and not embarrass myself. And it's crazy where that, that little journey has taken me. And um, yeah, now I can confidently say I can go out on a holiday and play a decent round of golf and not be too angry. Too angry, like you know, I could have an off day, but that's fine. Again, you're, you're happy because you're out, you're, you're on holiday. You know that when you finish around the golf, you don't have any responsibilities. You can go out and have a drink and eat your food and enjoy your time off or whatever. But yeah, I'm I, I can proudly say that I am. I'm there with my golf game. I mean, it's only going to get better. I hope, but yeah, it's funny, right? Yesterday, was it yesterday? I'm gone. Yeah. Sunday, yeah. I played a round of golf at Kibworth with. St uh, <clears throat> sorry, with Stella and Jack. And um, something uh, like a random conversation um, start, got started and I remembered something and I've never ever told anybody this and I've never ever made it a big deal, but it's something that's been on the back of my head um, for probably about 18 months. So me, I don't want, I'm not going to drop any names. We, I sometimes play with, with this person 
Rarely, rarely, but very, sometimes I play with this one, one random person, right? Very, very good man. Very, very good banter. He's a great, great laugh. Once we were playing, and you know, when you when you play golf, you always talk about your golf, or you talk about life, or you talk about business, or you talk about whatever. I was telling him that uh, this was back when I was like, I want to say like an 18 handicapper. I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to be good enough. And I can't wait to be like a, like a single digit handicap. This person turned around and said, the way you play golf, you will never, ever be a single digit handicapper. So you might as well just get that out of your mind and stop uh, uh, trying to achieve this goal. Because I'm, I'm not trying to be mean, he says to me, but I'm, I'm pretty sure you will never reach that level. And then he brought it back to, I've been playing golf for 40 years or 20 years or 30 years. And I've never managed to get any better. So why are you going to drop 10 shots to be a single digit Ooh. handicapper? And I was like, maybe you're right. But ever since he told me that, Oof. my ADHD sometimes gets really, really, really <laughs> triggered. Wait, you mean ADHD, OCD, OCD? No, no, no. I'm talking about my ADHD, ADHD. where there's oh. certain memories on, in my brain that, that I constantly think about every single day. For example, even though I don't speak to you every single day, Chenji, you 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 run through my mind at least once a day. This goes yeah. with uh, golf, my golf swing, Chenji, my brother, uh, my wife. I see her every day anyway. Like my friends from Cyprus, um, Stell. Well, Stell, yeah, okay. But I mean, there's there's a bunch of <laughs> no, you forgot Stell. <laughs> no, I didn't forget him, but I I'm see him like up. three times a week. But you know yeah. what I mean. But there's certain yeah. memories that are imprinted in my brain that I think about every single day without a shadow of a doubt. What that man said to me is like, it was like a core memory. And every single day, I think about the day that he said to me that you will never, he said two things that day that, that really kind of got to me. He said, you will never eagle the 18th at Kibworth because it's a long par five and you will never be a single digit handicapper. Now I am very close. I've, I'm, I've been, I've not been that close to an eagle on the 18th at Kibworth, but I feel like it's, it's in the summer it could be done. If, if I have two good shots, like great shots, I need like a 270, 280 yard drive. And then I was really, really solid for a uh, four hybrid. And I could, I could be in with a chance for an eagle. That didn't bother me as much. What really, really bothered me is when he said, you would never be a single digit handicapper. And I, I actually mentioned this uh, since that day, I have never even spoken to it, like uh, spoken about it, op op or not openly, but you know, I never said to Stel, for example, can you remember when when this, when uh, for, I'm just give a random name, let's just say Chenji, it wasn't Chenji, but let's say, can you remember when Chenji, when we played around, around with Chenji and he said that I'll never be a single digit handicapper? Like, what do you think? We've never, I've never spoken about this, but it's every single day, Every single day, it goes, through, it runs through my mind. On Sunday, we were speaking about something, and this I just remembered. And I was like, "Shall I, shall I, shall I ask him?" So I asked Stell. This guy wasn't playing with us, and I said, "Stell, I don't suppose you remember when this, when Chenji said that I'll never be a single-digit handicapper." Do you know what he said to me? And Stell wasn't even close to me when when this guy said that to me. He goes, "I I heard him say this, and I have also been thinking about this for you." for the past 18 months. And I was like, you're joking. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I knew that that really got to you, but I didn't want to say anything, but I knew that triggered you. And I've, and he goes to me, I've realized that 
part of the reason why you're grinding so much is to prove that person wrong. The worst thing is, is when you prove it wrong, is when you prove this person wrong and you go and you, and next time you're playing, it goes, oh yeah, what you off, what you off, what you off. And everyone's like, oh, 15, 16. And I'm like nine. And then he, tur- and then this person, Chenji, turns around and says, oh yeah, okay, well done. And he doesn't acknowledge the fact that I'm a single digit handicapper because he doesn't even remember saying this comment about her to me. And so all these years I've been grinding and grafting and, me- and trying my best getting lessons and spending all this money to try and get better. And he's been my main motivation to, to be a single digit handicapper. And at the end of the day, I'm like, Chenji in your face. I'm finally a single digit handicapper. He's like, mate, what are you talking about? Like, I don't remember I don't saying remember. that. <laughs> like, oh, all that time I've been trying to prove you wrong and you're telling me you don't remember. <laughs> so That is classic. Yeah, like, yeah. That is so good. Cla- Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm same as you, man. Yeah. Like, I th- it, maybe it's because I'm a Pisces. Like that's my horoscope. Oh, don't start maybe with like this. My, don't start mate. with this star signs and uh, no, the, like, the like, moon no, placement. Like, and all I that. take things. I take things personal. Like, I, I, I do as 100%, well. I do like, as well. When somebody else thinks something, I think it's because of me, right? It's kind of like I overvalue my effect and I overvalue my importance and I overvalue like everything G- about like, give me like, like everything a, has to do with me. G- um, give me like an example. I want an example. I gave you a good example. Tell me. Can you think of an example? Like, okay. Um, I would say, like, back then when I was playing comms back at Kettleston, yeah? Okay. And I would join random people to, like, you know, play the four ball matches, right? Yeah. So, whereby, you know, it's like, you know, it's like four ball, better ball, and, like, all stuff like that. I, was, I forgot which, which uh, I think it was actually, like, a foursomes match. And um, when I hit, when I, hit, like, when we, and, like, when we don't win, I actually feel like it's completely my fault. Even though like both of us were hitting bad shots, okay. I feel like it's completely my sh- my fault because I feel like I could have changed the whole thing. Like because if I only if only I didn't shank it, that like okay, I'm with you. I'm with shot. you. Yeah. If only yeah. okay, like, you know, I hit a better shot out of the sand. You, you know, know if I, only I, I made that putt. I'm I'm exactly the same way. I'm exactly the same way where I would never even blame like if we're playing as a pair, I wouldn't. I, I know that's a lie. That's a lie. Because normally I wouldn't blame you for, oh, if only Chenji made that three foot putt, we would have been okay. But when we played um, at the Asprey on a on a Mizuno golf pass with Leo, I played, I had a really, really, really good front nine. And on the back nine, I kind of shut off a little bit. Like after like 12 holes, holes, my body almost gave up and my focus just left my body. And... I was ho- I was waiting for Leo to um, step up in a way, and he he did, but he didn't. And I was like, "Why, Leo? I've grafted for twelve holes. Why couldn't you just carry me for six? I've carried you for 12. So I get where you're coming from because it happened to me before. But th- this can- this is the only um, example that I can think of where I was like, "Ah, oh, my partner didn't didn't uh, carry me, you know, when I needed him to." But yeah, normally I'm the one that's like, okay, what did I contribute to the team? Not what my partner did or what or what he did or didn't do. It's always what did I do right and what did I do wrong? And then you kind of take it from there. But yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's get on to some golf news or whatever. I don't know. Let's get on with the podcast. I mean, we spent 25 minutes talking about ourselves, really. And I'm sure people want to catch up with golf or what we have to talk about. And there is quite a lot to talk about. Uh, the first but, thing I want... Go on. No, I mean, like, this. to be fair, things have been happening in golf, but it's not much, right? This is like the slow season in golf. See, it's it? it's funny. 
this time last year, we didn't have any content. So I was busting my balls trying to make like quizzes, remember? Or like random, I was just trying my best to find any golf news to kind of put, put a podcast together. But to be fair, it's been a pretty busy couple of months with like golf news, dude. So you can't really say there's a lot of things to talk about. Um, I don't know, man. Like Tiger and Charlie play that PNC championship. That what's going on with Liv? People that are, that are possibly going to sign um, sign on with Liv. Uh, new equipment coming out. I mean, there's just so much going on. This year, it feels a lot easier to put a podcast together than than, than this time last year, for me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can't even remember what happened this time last year. Nothing. There was nothing going on. There was there was nothing going on. I was literally every week would I was trying my best to do like a quiz. Or talk yeah. about little bits and bobs, whatever, and try and drag it out as long as possible. And then, oh yeah, here, Chenji, uh, what's the oldest golf course in the world? Or <laughs> well, I don't know, whatever it was. How many majors oh, has Tiger Woods won? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, they were good episodes. I'm not gonna lie. If you haven't listened, really, uh, listened to them, go back and listen. They're actually decent. You know what, right? I went back a couple of weeks ago and I was like, I'm gonna put on our first ever episode and see how cringy was. Do you want my honest opinion, Chenji? It's not that cringy. It wasn't it's that cr- bad. No. <laughs> it wasn't that bad, Chenji. We were talking about uh, good stories and good experiences. It brought back a lot of memories, Chenji. So for me... Like really fun memories. Dude, this yeah. is... If, like, even if this podcast doesn't take off, which is impossible because it's pretty cool. It's so very like, it's, it's impossible. This, this podcast um, is going to be a big one day. Yeah, but like it just it, it feels like those old things that I post on my social media. It just it's like a memory, right? Yes. It's like it's, yes. You have thoughts back then, dude. This is this episode. The first thirty minutes of this episode is turning very emotional. Like yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You're uh, right. Yeah, but I it's think like because it's Christmas, know, dude. We're getting very emotional. Maybe it and, is. You know, we, we're like Christmas. oh, we're getting. This is know. the Christmas special, yes. you know, like um, yes. But yeah, it's just that it's the memories since the beginning, like of this podcast, you know, thoughts that we had from back then. Yeah. It's it's witness it's like almost looking like, you know, your mini me, right? Yeah. It's like witnessing yes. your growth. Cause I feel like most people, you know, when you as you get better at golf, you didn't have you never had they don't have the opportunity to doc to document their growth. Yes, I agree. But because of this podcast, like we're not doing it for everybody. If we're not doing it for anybody else, we're doing it for ourselves, documenting how we've grown as amateur golfers both in terms of how we play how we think and our view and interpretation of the world of professional golf equipment history and vibes i completely agree with you chenji you couldn't i couldn't have said that any better dude honestly and this is why i'm so grateful and it also feels a bit like a therapy session as well at the same time 100 percent. even though we're not talking about um our problems or whatever we're talking about our golf problem with which sometimes the golf problems I know it sounds silly if you're not into golf, but golf is such a hard sport. It's almost impossible to walk away being happy with the round that you've had. And you've always leave disappointed in a way. So you're setting up yourself, you're setting up yourself a failure from the get go. So talking about golf and talking about, oh, I had this round last week. I shot 80, but it could have been a 78, blah, blah, blah. It's almost like a therapy session because you're getting it out and then you're kind of moving on. So it's I'm I'm very grateful for this podcast and this platform. So it's, I'm 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 happy we're still doing it. Um, like sixty one episodes in. Oh mate, mm. I can't I can't wait for the future. Right. Anyway, enough for the touchy feely stuff, dude. Uh, <laughs> <put the> t- <laughs> if, so well, if for those of you and you're not watching, in, like yeah, you're still- <laughs> if you're listening and you're not watching, Chenji's crying right now. There's tears running down his eyes. Uh, he's got <laughs> tissues like next to him. Uh, if you want to watch it, go on the YouTube channel at Rats and Slice Podcast and, uh, and and watch Chenji cry his eyes out, thinking of all the good memories that we've had together. 
I'm anyway. not crying. You're crying. Yeah, dude, I want to talk about Charlie Woods for a quick minute. Go on. Twenty minutes ago, I would have told you, incredible. I'm, I can't believe he's such a good. He's such, he's so good at golf. He bombs a drive, hundred and twenty mile an hour club speed. What's your club speed, Chenji? Uh, driver. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of embarrassing to be honest. Is it under a hundred? No, no, it's above a hundred. Okay. But it's like it's barely it's barely over hundred. Okay. It's like hundred and one. Okay, my club speed uh, for the driver is like I think it's around 108, 110 miles an hour. Yeah, but I slice that thing ninety percent of the time, right? So <laughs> not 14, anymore, man. Well, not yeah, anymore. Yeah. A fourteen-year-old kid has an average of hundred and twenty mile an, uh, an hour club head speed, and he bombs drives three hundred and twenty yards. And I believe is it on the first or second day he didn't miss a fairway. Granted, it was uh, forward tees. Please don't get at me again because I can't be bothered with all the hate again. <laughs> Dude, release this clip and get the same amount of hate again. No, 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 it's not, no, gonna, it's not happen. gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. No, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna because happen because it, because the people that commented are a bunch of uh, toxic, masculine, uh, misogynist <laughs> that that don't like yeah. the fact that the women hit it straighter than them and they hate it. Anyway, moving on, moving on. I mean, that's like an Easter egg. If you if you're new to the podcast, you have no idea what oh, we're talking about. Anyway, dude. So I've been doing some research. How good is Charlie Woods compared to... I mean, we see Charlie Woods play golf once a year at this PNC Championship. Maybe a couple of clips when uh, Tiger is on his um, is on his bag and he's like, oh, he won this, he won that. But, you know, how good is Charlie Woods? Now, would you like to know the odds of Charlie Woods winning a major? So I think it's actually quite low. It's, it's After Rory McIlroy uh, winning a major... Uh, when he was like really, 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 really young and the odds were like sky high. I think it was like 500 to one or whatever it was. I could be wrong, but it was very, very high. Um, they're not doing any any odds like stupidly high anymore, right? So Charlie Woods to win a major before the age of 22 is 33 to one, which is nothing. That's, cr that's crazy, man. Which is nothing considering how difficult it is for current professionals to win a major where Tiger Woods is not in his prime and there's it's like an open market for anybody to win a major. I think that's a fair assessment to make, right? Absolutely. For Charlie Woods to be 14 right now and for him to win a major before the age of 22 is 33 to 1, that's very that's stupidly low. That is mad. Yeah. That is mad. So, like I wonder who's getting in at these odds. I bet you there's some silly people that that've got silly money and they're like, "Yeah, just put 10 grand on that. Who gives a, you know, who cares?" You know, it's, it's just one of those things. So I've been doing some. I'd rather, I'd rather put some money on Joel Damon winning the Masters. <laughs> That's a good point. You know, speaking of Joel Damon, are you not? I've gone completely off topic. Are you not surprised oh. that Joel Damon has not joined Live? I was thinking about this today. Uh, like, why would no, you not? He's no, because he's always had that good guy vibe. You know, he doesn't want to ruin his reputation. He's not. Who cares, dude? Go get your hundred and twenty grand and finish last. Who cares, man? That's true. I mean, I agree. Yeah. I think yeah. he would I mean, turn up drunk. Hey, look, maybe, maybe the day after we release this episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. like breaking news, Joel David joins Live Golf League. Yeah, I mean, that would make just get drunk, play golf, finish last, get 120 grand, go home to your wife and kids. Easy. Easy. Easy, right? Easy money. Easy right. Tip. Anyway, move, going back to Charlie Woods, I've been doing some research, research, right? How good is Charlie Woods compared to other 14 year old kids that are on the same level as him, right? Okay. I've actually found an article. Charlie Woods is ranked 
1,326 out of 10,616. <laughs> Charlie Woods is ranked number 1,326 out of a database of 10,616 juniors. He's the 86th 86 ranked player in those same rankings of for, for the class of 2027. In the, in the 16 events Charlie played that I recorded in the JGS system, he collected two victories and his low score of 66 came in September in the, sec in the second round of whatever, whatever, whatever. So technically, Charlie Woods is not actually that good at golf. I know it's silly to say because he's Tiger Woods' son, but here is my comeback. There, a bunch of these a bunch of these juniors have been playing for like 10 years. Charlie Woods has only started playing golf three years ago when we started playing golf during COVID. That's when he really like had uh, kind of, he could, because uh, by what I've read, he used to play soccer, same as his sister, Sam. During COVID, he couldn't play soccer or whatever. So his dad was like, oh, let's go and play golf. So he fell in love with the sport literally three years ago. So... For a player that's 14, that's only been playing for three years, he's doing incredible. But the whole world is like, oh my God, he's going to carry the PGA Tour one day. He's going to win majors. He's going to try and beat his dad's records and blah, blah, blah. Considering his where he's ranking, I don't know, man. It's, it's There's a long road ahead of him, which was obvious anyway, even if he was in top 10. But he's not as good as people think he is. It's just he's yeah. getting all this limelight just because of that, which is fine. Of course. Which I mean, look at like fine. every single PNC championship. Was it only two? Like the second one this time? Uh, no, no, no. It was like quite a few. But yeah. look, every single time somebody else wins, right? And then, but like Tiger and Charlie get like the most attention if they play together. What? Like there's been like, you've seen zero shots on, um, on social media from like Berha Langa yeah. and, his, and his like, you know, boy. I agree. You know, even John Daly, like they play amazing with his son, yeah. right? I've seen um, so the but only they don't get any credit actually playing. But yes. then the only thing you see is like you know uh, Charlie Woods ripping it with his like big recoil. He's like he's in the show business. This is yeah. I mean yeah, and that's it's why pure... like some of the best movies aren't even like in Hollywood, you know. But you never get shown right because it's just pure you know, entertainment, it's, isn't it? It's pure entertainment, yeah. right? It's it's not it's not just the skill. It's it's, it's it's mad, it's right? For the past three years, I've been following golf. I've been following the PNC Championship because it's a very cool concept to. Professional golfer plays with um, the son or daughter or whatever. I think that's a very, very cool little weekend. Um, and for the past three years, all I've seen, every single post, if you go on the PGA Tour Instagram page now, 95% of, of the post is all about Charlie Woods, all about Tiger Woods, which is fine. And also the other like 4 5%, 4% is John Daly and his son. And the other 1% is the winner because it's not, it's, it's not, none of them. Uh, but it's, or if it's not about, if it's not directly about Tiger Woods and Charlie Woods, is like Nelly Corda asking Tiger Woods to take a picture. You know, it's something to do with Tiger Woods. This, is it PIP? It's called PIP, right? This, um, yeah, yeah, player, player impact program. program. That's it. Tiger Woods, if this, if this PIP program carries on for whatever, Tiger Woods doesn't even have to touch a golf club and he will be number one for the rest of time. Because the guy is just like like walking on water, dude. He's in like I can't believe. Here's a question: Is there another sports person in the history of the world that has had such a big impact in the in in that said sport, apart from Tiger Woods? 
Say again. Is there another sports person in the history of the world that has had this much of an impact that Tiger Woods has had on golf? Michael Jordan? Okay, Michael Jordan. Let's talk about Michael Jordan. There's constant arguments on who's the greatest basketball player in the world in the history of the game, right? He's always Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe. I, I, I don't even follow NBA, but I'm, I, I know NBA well enough to be like, okay, there's always a debate. I always see on, on social media where there's always a debate and everyone's like, oh, but Michael Jordan's the best for this reason. Uh, LeBron James is the best for this reason. It's almost like you're almost biased depending on what team you support. For example, Tom Brady, massive, massive, one of the greatest of all time, absolute goats in the NFL. If you're not a Patriots fan, or you're one of the rival teams, but I don't even know what the main rival is of the Patriots. You're like, I, I hate Tom Brady. Tom Brady can go beep himself. You know, it's one of those things. But when it comes to golf, no matter who you support, no matter what you believe in, no matter who, what, whatever you, whatever you do, there is not a single person that will come back and say, yeah, man, Tiger Woods is the best. The only other sport that I can possibly say or the only other person sports person that I can possibly say has changed the game for the better this might be a controversial opinion I don't know I think it's Ronnie O'Sullivan when it comes to snooker oh man I mean easily I think so for sure don't you think I think the only yeah, person Ronnie O'Sullivan snooker... but what about dude what about more sports like Usain Bolt yeah but Michael Phelps okay okay Michael Phelps great great shout you know, great shout, great Michael athlete. Phelps. Yes, Usain Bolt will only who's made the longest televised putt in, yes, golf, in golf world. It was, it was crazy. There's like 170. It's, oh man, that, that could have been a great quiz question. Yes, like, you yes. know, who made the longest yes, you know, televised true. putt? Okay, <laughs> let's talk about. So Usain Bolt is an absolute legend until somebody goes and beats his records. Which one one day, mm. the evolution of human of mankind, somebody will beat his records, and then everybody forgets about about Usain Bolt. Tiger Woods can touch wood, die tomorrow with. Touching wood, right? God forbid. That he doesn't die or that he dies? No. Jesus Christ, mate. Come on. It's Christmas. Oh, <laughs> it's Christmas, mate. <laughs> but he, he so, will be talked about for the next 100,000 years, right? Um, even though he's technically not the greatest golfer to ever have played the sport. But he's done more for golf than anybody else has. And almost, he hasn't even tried to take golf to the next uh, level he hasn't even tried to... He's not even yeah. like a spokesperson, really. Like, Rory has taken that reign of being this. But, like, he's just like, just I just want to fix my leg. I want to try and play once a month next year. You know, I want to spend time with my with my son. I want to spend time with my daughter. I just want to be back to be able to walk uh, four rounds of golf again. You know, he's not like, yeah, you know, let's talk about PGA. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's stop live. You know, he doesn't care. I don't think he cares about that. He's got bigger problems. And he's got enough money to not even worry about all these things that are happening around him. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. but it's just, like, it's just mad. Speaking like, of the PNC. I mean, look, 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 look like last, like last year, he didn't play like a single like round last year or something, professional golf. Yes. But he won the, he won the playing. It's bad. Program, right? like, he posted he one clip of him mad. swinging a club, a club and won it. Oh, broke the internet. That broke day. the internet. Remember, legit, right? broke the internet. <laughs> it's mad. It's, it's, it's almost, um, it's, it's crazy how people that don't follow golf will never un. People that never follow golf don't understand how hard golf actually is. 
until you try and swing a club and you're like, oh my God, I actually can't hit this piece of metal with uh, to hit that small little ball on the Dude, floor. I've, it's, I've, I've been getting a lot of new people into golf like yeah. in London. I know, I know like, you have. I've, I've played with a couple. Like, <laughs> <laughs> seven, uh, se- seven hours later, we're like, okay, change man. The sun's going down. I've got a three hour drive ahead of me. <laughs> But no, respect oh to you. Respect. I, I, but, I like, you're growing but, the game, changing. You're definitely growing it more than me. That's grow, the, sure. grow the game. Yeah. Like, this man doesn't want to grow the game. He just wants this, like, three-hour round. Yeah, um, I just want a single-digit handicap, man. That's all I every, want. <laughs> every, everybody just comments, like, why is it so hard to swing a club? It's crazy. Like, swing it's club. mad. It's crazy. Speaking of the PNC, do you think... Do you think that if you were part of that tournament, let's say your dad was John Daly. Oh, no, not John Daly. Let's say your dad was... Um, VJ Singh. And to be fair, VJ Singh is always on the on the like top three leaderboard for the whole weekend, right? Do you think you'd be upset the fact of how much limelight Tiger Woods and Charlie Woods are getting? Or are you just like, I don't give, I don't really care? I don't really care to be honest with you. You don't care because you're a fan. But what if you're VJ Singh or I don't know, Bernhard Langer and you're just like I just won, but nobody really cares. All they care about is watching Charlie Woods hit a 350-yard drive. Would that bother but, you? Do you think? Would that? Do you think that bothers them? No, but the reason this whole event exists or like has like a big prize money because of the broadcasting is because you've got like Tiger and Charlie actually like you know with the brand value, with the pulling power of the audience pulling power, right? That's the only reason why, like, you know, they get to p- compete for, like, a good prize. That's to share those experience together. Like, let's just say, okay, if every single person in that field is basically the equivalent of Bernhard Langer and his son, right? Like, obviously, different, you know, background whatsoever. But, yeah, like, yeah. there's no big name, big hit, like, big hitter, like, personality, show business, right? This would be a small event with, like, a tiny purse. It probably wouldn't even happen. I agree. You're right. No, you're right. I agree. So... Right? Like... To me, yeah, I agree. Like it's, you know, like I've obviously chosen my life. Like, like I'm just saying, I'm Bernhard Langer, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm good at golf. I'm kind of low key, mm-hmm. right? I just want to do this golf. I'm kind of an introvert, right? Focus on my game. Mm-hmm. But if, but I also know if the PGA Tour was full of people like me, there would be no PGA Tour because it would be pretty boring. <laughs> to, like, to I watch, agree, right? Um, and the world. You, like needs entertainment. I completely I agree. Sp- let's be honest. Sports is half. It's mainly. It's mainly entertainment. Oh, that's the whole point. So you it. need exactly. So you need people like Tiger and Charlie. You need like bunch of clips like that. I agree. Okay. For me to actually have a platform or to do for what I love. for sponsors to be part of these small smaller tournaments to drive up the exactly. the purses. Exactly. No, no, you're right. Exactly. You're, no, you're right. Exactly. I'm, I was wrong there. No, yeah, you're but right. But that's a but but that's a very mature way of thinking about it. Well, but like obviously from a selfish perspective, I'm just like of course it's like I just won the bloody tournament like why am I not being televised? Yeah. But I mean again, they they won 200 grand to just have a great time and create like a great science. memory. It's it's not bad. It's exactly. not it's not a bad week, is and, it? And you know, you get to do this every single year. It's crazy. Yeah. Right? I know. I like agree. for as You're long right. as possible. Like, you know, you get invited back because, you know, because you've got hopefully Tiger and Charlie playing for a very, very long time. Because I tell you what, if for example Tiger and Charlie for some reason were not to participate for two or three years in a row, this event probably would not be existing. Like they actually have a existential problem if Tiger for example, like gets into another, like, God oh, bless not, but like, you know, into some kind of health issues and you can't play for many, many years. I agree. 
I think it might be an actual issue, like with it might dissolve whole, this whole event. Yes, right? it's like because who's gonna watch? I agree. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, moving on. Moving on. Um, Sorry, it, it is the last. My, my take. No, no, so it was a great take. I, it was, it was, it was a great, great take, and I, I, I genuinely, genuinely agree with, with everything you said. It's, um, it's important to have people like that uh, play the, play that tournament, for example, just to drive up sponsorship. Um, mm. Speaking of sponsorships, before moving on, have you heard about the little loophole that live golfers are doing in the DP World Tour? They are getting sponsorship exemptions to play in DP World Tour events. And then they're going out there. So for the past six DP World Tour events, five of them have been won by live golf players. And they're playing all these golf so that they can rank up in ranks to qualify for majors and blah, 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 right? So, yeah. right, I've done... So did you know? I Okay, this might be my knowledge of golf kind of showing right now. I didn't know until I've researched this, I didn't know that this was a thing. So do you know about sponsorship exemptions? Yeah, 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 I know. So it's whereby the main sponsor, like the sponsor of the event can pick somebody they can just like, you know, put into the event. That's, cr I didn't know this. This is very naive of me. I didn't realize that this exists. So, I'm pretty sure like Ricky Fowler got like a sponsor's exemption to go into the PGA Championship like l last year or something because he ranked outside of the certain like rank where he was going to get an invitation. Again, he could be like a top amateur and he could still get an, like, like an exemption. I know this with, mm. with the Masters, but again, I don't think that the uh, sponsorship is not a sponsorship exemption. It's something different when it comes to the Masters, when you don't mm. qualify for the Masters, but you still get an invite. That's This is not the same thing that I, that I knew about. So with sponsorship exemptions, I think in most tournaments, sponsorships, uh, exemptions, uh, the sponsors can choose up to eight players to be added onto this, the roster of players of, of like mm. to play in the tournament. And I was like, you're joking. That's actually mad. So uh, where is it? So sponsor. So just a quick overview. Uh, sponsor exemptions is a term applied to, a, to places in the field for a professional golf tournament that are set aside to be filled at the, at the discretion of the tournament sponsors. In other words, the tournament sponsor gets to say, I want player X, player Y, and, pl and player Z in my tournament. And those players get in, even though they have not otherwise met their qualification criteria for that tournament. I think that's pretty cool. So Louis... Osthausen. Say it one more time. <laughs> Osthausen. So Louis... Uh, Say one more time. I can't say that certainty. <laughs> Louis Ost Osthausen. Let's just say Osthausen. So Louis Osthausen. Hausen. Uh, Louis Osthausen has perfect. Hausen. Hausen. No, no, Louis Osthausen has. Hey, you made it. <laughs> has won the last two DP World World events, right? Now you say, oh, it's only it's only like a small event in the DP World Tour. Who cares? Louis cares. Here's why, dude. Ooh. Before playing these two events, he was ranked 441st in the OWGR. After win number two, he's projected to be 133rd in the world rankings. 133rd. He could win one or two more and he could be maybe top 50 or top 70 and qualify for majors for whatever he wants. That's the whole point. 
And it's amazing how this loophole exists so that live uh, golf players can play the DP World Tour. And it's it's mad. Like, everything in the world, no matter how rich or how poor or how whatever you are. But to be fair, the richer you are, the more loopholes there, there exist. I think Chenji can probably... 100, you, know, he, you know the ins and outs of this. The amount of loopholes that, that exist, not for me, but for the Jeff Bezos of the world and Elon Musk of the world to avoid paying taxes and all this, you know, stuff. It's incredible. So the fact that there's a rule that a, a tour sponsor can, uh, let's say, DHL. I think DHL, I don't know how, I don't think, I'm just using this as an example. DHL sponsor Louis Osthausen. And is, that, is that who actually sponsored Louis Osthausen? I'm pretty sure DH, uh, he's one of the main, she, uh, DHL is one, is one of the main sponsors. No, UPS. I think it's UPS. UPS. That's it. Wow. So let's just say UPS is sponsors Chenji. And uh, Chenji plays for Live Golf and he cannot play in this uh, DP World Tour event. But at the same time on this DP World event, one of the main sponsors is UPS. UPS goes to the DP World Tour um, tournament and says, uh, hi guys, just want to say, I'm giving you x amount of money i want louis to play in this uh chenji to play in this event and they're like yeah okay cool he, he plays and then you go up uh, you go out and win and then mate it's actually crazy and i'm so glad this exists because at least and and he, he didn't even have to win to jump up in these places just taking part was almost not good enough but he was gonna like jump up in places even though he just took part so it's 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 crazy i mean it's a shame how they have to use all these loopholes, but it is what it is. Like it's it's part of the game. It's an in, it's inevitable. Look, I mean, I know this is just the opening swing, like in a DP World Tour. Yes. Right. So it's like the first couple of events, and you know they're like they're all sort of smaller events where there's like you know only I think what five thousand points up for grabs. Right? Yeah. Um, but as more and more live players are going to start winning like DP World Tour events, they're going to have to seriously think about this whole merger thing. Right, I mean, they've Dude. already kind of did a joint thing, but like, as we said, I mean, John Ram couldn't have picked a better time to 100%. join Live, right? Oh, yeah. Like, he will not get this bag a better offer, and then he's gonna probably be playing in PGA Tour events for a very, very long time. Yeah, you know, and they and they're gonna want him to go back and play the Andalusia Masters, oh, the Spanish Open, of course, right? Because he's like he represents, you know, the country, right? You know, he's he's not gonna have to worry about. You know, getting invited by a sponsor to give him an exemption to play at like you know the Exciona Open or like all Th these. This the brings it back perfectly to what you said about Tiger and Charlie Woods at the PNC Championship. That without them to generate revenue and sponsors, this championship would almost be not existent. Right? It's almost the same with with the Spanish uh, Masters that like you just said. If somebody like John Rahm is not there playing to sell those tickets. And to generate that that extra revenue that he will definitely generate, what are you going to do? You need him to be there, guys. You yeah. have to. You need him to be there. Exactly. It's impossible because it's you're going to get point. tons of coverage. You know, like it's going to make Spain like because Spanish people know him, Americans going to know him, right? Like everyone's going to actually watch the event. But otherwise, you know, if if it was just a bunch of like in a field of your you know good DP World Tour players, but none of the actual personalities that you see them like on TV day in day out, no one's going to tune in to watch it. Like, I agree. I don't think anyone's actually watched like the Mauritius Open or, you know, the South African Open. Yeah. Because it's just been nobody there. Yeah. But the moment you add Rory McIlroy into these events, 
bam, people are watching it, I agree. aren't they? Like yeah. because I just want to see Rory. Like I just want to see John Ram. I just want to see all we want to see. Lee. All we, all, all we want to see as as fans is the best golfers going at it week in week out. That's all we want to see. We don't want two 100%. tours, but again, that exists, so it is what it is. We don't want um, you know diluted tours where it's five, ten good players and then a bunch of amateurs or whatever. But I think they'll fix it, but it's going to take some time. Uh, have you heard about Victor Hovland was like the latest name to be linked with Liv, right? And he like uh, he went on record Denied and there. yeah, and and said, look, that's just not true. I'm not going to do it. And it's actually funny because even though he said I'm not joining uh, Liv, he like openly slagged off the PGA Tour, and it's it's, it's oh yeah, he did. It's pretty he did, cool. He? So uh, he said, I've got a little uh, paragraph here. I'm, I'm just going to read it for anybody that doesn't know. So Victor Hovland said uh, a recent podcast uh, in Norway. I want to say. It would be a bit silly to criticize the players for leaving. After all, um, after all, you only hear one angle in the media, and there are quite a few different parts happening at the same time here. I totally, I totally understand why John Ram left. That's a lot, a lot of money, and at least when the management of the PGA Tour has has done such a bad job. Just to be clear, I'm not complaining about the position I'm in, and and I'm very grateful for everything. But the management has not done a good job, <clears throat> and this is the best part. They almost see the players as labor and not as part of the members. After all, we are the PGA Tour. Without the players, there is nothing. So it's, I'm glad somebody's almost like, you know, talking like, guys, we're not silly here. You know, yes, we're players and we're like puppets to your little puppet show, but we're not stupid. We know what you're doing. Well, uh, what what was it? Was it, um, oh my God, Jay... What's his name? Jay um, Jay, Mo- Jay Monahan. Yeah, Jay, Jay, I wouldn't really want to say Patrick Mahomes for some reason. Jay Monahan. Um, <laughs> what was it like? He, his re- his 2023 um, <clears throat> earnings are like 20 something million. 20 something Huge. million. It went up. It went up by like 20, 30 percent. Dude, something and then you got the year. Corn Ferry Tour or bottom bottom end PGA Tour players that can't afford to pay the the uh, the caddies, and you're on top of that uh, that little um, a pyramid, and you're earning 20 whatever million. Come on, big man. You need to sort yourself out because you're it's the messing American, this up. It's the American mentality, it is. you see. Like, it is. You know, Victor is European, is Norwegian, right? Yes. You know, slightly socialist and it you know, makes sense. But like, but that's how America works. It's like, oh, we own you. Yes. It's, we it's own crazy. you. I've made I've I've made my way here yeah. and now we own you. Yeah, but and, that's not the way and, European Europe works. No, it's not it's not even that. It's not the world is there's no longer work like that. So I feel like the 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 more uh, life goes on and the and you know in the years to come more players would stand up for themselves and say look I don't like the way I'm being treated because now they have a choice before they didn't have a choice it was PGA tour or nothing now because they live or you know whoever they're like okay I've, uh, now I have a choice you either treat me better and you pay me better and you look after me or I'm just gonna head off to to a different league so they need to kind of sort this out the, the, themselves out and sort it all out. Hundred percent. Who do 100%. you think? Because I've got odds here. I've got a, a website here with a bunch of odds. Who um, with who is more likely to join Live next? Do you want to hear who's on top of that list? That's interesting. It is uh, interesting. It's not Scotty Scheffler, is it? Uh, he's not far off. Where is it? No, 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 no. No, sorry, he's not even on the list. He's not. Scotty Scheffler's not even on the list. It's funny, right? Rory McIlroy is on, is on this list and Scotty Scheffler is not on this list. That's crazy. So, like... top of the list, Hideki Matsuyama, which was... Oh, yeah, true. Dude, he, how yeah. he hasn't joined for that Billy, I, I don't know. know. Oh, man. I, I oh. bet he regrets it. Now. 100% bet he regrets it. 
I regret it for him, mate. It's crazy. Because um, that deal's not going to come back. Yeah. yeah. That deal is not going to come back. No, no. We spoke about this briefly last week, didn't we? Uh, Hideki mm. Matsuyama, is, there's like a 22.2% chance of him going. And then he goes, Zander Shoffley, Patrick Cantley, which I would love to see him at, at, at live. Dude, if if Zander goes or Patrick goes first, right, the other person will likely join as well. I, I like, like Zander. They're like best buddies. I like Zander. I, because I, I don't really watch much live. Apart from like, you know, some of the, uh, like the Centurion, obviously I'm gonna ch- uh, I've tuned in before we've been to it. Obviously JCB, I'm I'm going to be there. We're going to be there or whatever. But if I see, if I get, if I get Patrick Cantley off my PGA Tour Sky Sports Golf screen, I'll be, I'll be happy. I think, I think that's fair to say for, for a lot of fans. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not going to miss him. Let's put it that way. Cameron Young is quite <laughs> high up there. Tyrrell Hatton, Willis Alatoris is actually on like on that on that list of him joining. I mean, he 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 did get an offer like before he got injured. I yes, think, didn't yeah. he or something? Yeah. yeah. Colin Morikawa, but the most interesting one, Rory McIlroy is on this list, right? And there's a less than one percent chance of Rory joining Live. Obviously, this never ever going to happen. But the 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 more the most surprising part of this is the odds for Rory to join Liv. Even though there's a 0.9% chance of Rory McIlroy joining Liv, it's only at 100 to 1 odds. Really? And I'm That's like... Weird. That... It should be... like I feel like it should be like 500 to 1 or like 1,000 to 1 for Rory to, to, to join like, Liv. He, he is probably the last person to expect to yeah. actually join. So to have the odds are 100 to 1, it, to me, seems very 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 low so either the bookies know something they don't know. behind the scenes nah. no, i'm just kidding nah, imagine that imagine we're well, tomorrow morning dude, dude, or new bookies year's run day the world. january bookies run the world dude it's not even <laughs> that it's not even that it's it will be the most breaking news of breaking news rory mcelroy oh, joining man. live oh my god dude dude he would get stoned to death 100 percent. No. no but it's okay it's no point even talking about this because it's not going to happen Anyway, one last little topic before we get into the main juice of this podcast. Go on. Who are going to be the rising stars of 2024? Give me... Rising rising stars of 2024. Ludwig Orberg, for sure. Okay. Anybody else? Um, um, by the way... Ludwig. By the way, this is, these are not like complete rookies. You can say of like somebody else that you think will have a good year. For example, Will's Alatoris is going to make a comeback. I feel like he will be, you know, anybody. I'm not saying Will. Will was not on my list. He was on my list last year and he got injured. Will is not on my list this year. For me, the three names that I feel like will stand out this year is Ludwig, as you said. Minwuli. Minwuli, obviously the boy, the chef. Dude. The chef, let him cook. Let him cook and say his... The gala, I think, will, will do great mm, this year. Good one. Those are my three picks for 2024. Uh, also, I've said this before, Bryson DeChambeau to win a major next year. Those are my picks for 2024. Now, last topic. It's not really a topic. I can't wait. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's go. Let's bring those baby numbers out. How much money did I spend on golf in 2023? Now, this accumulation has been made on my club membership, golf rounds, golf clubs, golf holidays, balls, tees, 
gloves, clothes, literally anything and everything golf related is on this list. This list is not 100% accurate, but I can sadly, I can sadly, I can confidently say that it's 90%, 95% accurate. Chenji. I mean, it's only going to be higher anyway because, you know, you don't even take into account travel or like petrol and all that kind of stuff, do you? No, ch- ch- uh, petrol, no, but f- uh, flights, flight ticket prices for oh, yeah. going flight, to yes. Italy or going to Bulgaria. But yes. dude, like driving driving 40 miles, you know, to like to play go play golf for like 15 miles. I like, agree. That quickly okay. adds up, doesn't it? Petrol is not is not on this list. That's the only yeah. thing that's not, that's not that's just, that'd be just impossible for me to accumulate, right? What about post post round drinks? I don't really have that many drinks post round. Okay. And it, even if I did, it'd be a maximum of I don't know, right. two hundred yes. pounds. Right, no, no, no. Ryder Cup is is like a whole thing. So how much money I spent on tickets, on on uh, yeah. on flight tickets, on um, entry Oof, tickets, uh, memorabilia. Yeah. It, w- it was like yeah. a whole thing. It wasn't a, it wasn't like a specific breakdown. Do you want to have a little oh guess on ha- how much money it is? I'm gonna say five figures. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I'm. It's five figures, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, imagine if it was six, dude. It's just it's gonna be five. <laughs> uh, don't tell me it's like, but dude, tw- don't tell me you spent twenty k. The amount of money. Can you move the Bro. microphone out uh, your mouth, please? The amount of money that I have spent on golf in twenty twenty three is. On that note, guys, <laughs> that is so embarrassing. But I did win ten thousand pounds on the Rick Shields golf video. You're in the net. I, well, <laughs> well, I don't know about that. All right. Anyway, guys, listen. From the bottom of our hearts, I think this goes without saying. From both me and Chenji, we want to thank you for this past year of uh, of listening, or watching, or liking, or subscribing, or. Whatever you have done to be part of our little journey, we genuinely appreciate you. Um, we can't wait for 2024. We can't wait to play more golf, more trips, more memories, uh, better golf. You know, we can't wait to experience all that. Hopefully we can play with more of you guys that are listening. I know I have already played with a few uh, listeners from the podcast. Shout out to Corey, because that's the latest one. We went to Brest Priory and played there. Um, we just want to thank you. It's been a great year. And look, 20, 2023 has been a great year. We've had our first video exceeding like 700,000 views, right? Like on Instagram. That's pretty good. I didn't even know that. That's fantastic news. It's 700,000 Is that what it's on? Is that the, yeah, oh, that's Se- crazy. It's like 720,000 views. Wow. Like, wow. That's really cool. That's, that's very really cool. cool. Loads of, you know, Theo got his first hate mail, right? Like, oh, yeah. You know. Well, there's a couple. There was, there was a few. There's a, <laughs> there was, there there was was a quite few. a lot, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a year of really real growth. Yes. And then let's make next year an even better one, right? Every episode is going to be our best one yet. Yes. Chenji, first of all, I, I, like lastly as well, I want to say thank you for turning up for, I don't know, fifth, whatever episodes we did. I really, really appreciate you. Thank you for always giving me 100% every time we're, we're, we're recording. I genuinely appreciate you. I can't wait for next year. Everybody have a merry, merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Please be safe. And New Year's resolution, 
I'm going for single digit handicap and I want to break 80. What's your quickly? What's your uh, New Year's resolution? I just I just want to be half of what um, Theo achieves, like <laughs> in half the time. <laughs> On that note, guys, thank you very much. We'll catch you again. Uh, probably first week of January in 2024. Take care. Look after yourselves. See you soon. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.